Hey everybody, this is Tamir from Worldwide and you're listening to the Worldwide podcast. This podcast is for entrepreneurs interested in growing globally. We'll be inspired by business, culture and marketing experts that discuss ideas, challenges, that's the dog here also, giving his opinion and the stories behind the scenes of this journey. And this time I want to welcome Shiran, my girlfriend. Hi. Hey Shiran, how's it going? Amazing, happy to be here. Great, so the purpose of our episode today is to speak a bit about our journey as a couple going from Israel to the United States and what it meant for us uh, personally uh, following the business objectives and the business goal of taking Adelante into the US market. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe you could give us a bit of a background on yourself and maybe what you were doing before we set out to spend those couple of months in the US. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'll be happy to share. First of all, I would say that I'm a very local person. I grew up in Israel my whole life. The biggest move I've made from the city I was born was only a couple of years ago with you. <laughs> and that was also to a very nearby city. Yes, so um, when you were thinking of moving to the US, I was a student, right? Yeah, you were just finishing your yeah. university degree. I was just finishing my university degree and I was also working as a teacher, a math teacher. I was not satisfied with my job and I was thinking of a new career and thinking, looking for a, a new direction in my life. So in that way, it was, it was okay. It kind of, <laughs> it also helped me to look at it as an opportunity to think of what I want to do and explore my opportunities and maybe meet some new people, fresh ideas. Let's start maybe with our relationship story. We've been together for almost three years, three years and a half. And you're obviously a very family, you know, family oriented, you're a family person. That's right. And I'm a bit less <laughs> of a family person. And we met on the street actually in Tel Aviv one night after you were dancing salsa in, in a club. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was riding a bicycle and we hit it off from there. So I was looking to spend a couple of months in the US and to see how it's going to impact the business and what would be the business results uh, if I were to be in the target market versus being in Israel and just working with US customers. But for you, this, this kind of came, this happened for you at a very important like crossroads in your life. You were just leaving university, you were leaving your job as a primary school teacher mm-hmm. and you were trying to figure out what you're going to do next. And you're also YouTube, you're also a YouTube creator. So you had this option also available for you. And so how were you feeling when we, were st- when we started discussing this and, and when we started 
thinking about moving to the U.S. for a couple of months. Yeah. Um, I was totally scared because <laughs> obviously at that point I think we were only two years together, which is quite nice, but I knew you very well and I trusted you and I wanted to continue this relationship, but it was still the beginning. And and it's very not me to just leave the country and go to another place. It was definitely something led by you and something that I had to follow you and something that I had to trust you about. And at first I wasn't really sure that I'm ready for that kind of adventure. And I was also thinking if this is something that I really want to do and I really want to do with you or is this just something that I have to and something that I'm forcing myself to do. So it took me a while and we discussed this a lot. <laughs> and I think one of the things that really got me into this journey is Actually, a few things. First of all, I felt that you're really serious about it and I felt like it's gonna be a real change in, uh, in your business and what you're doing and your perspective and I knew how much it meant for you. And I also felt that you're really serious about us and that you really want me to have a good time there and to find some some things or a community or a work job or uh, a hobby that I could do there and really find myself there. And so the combination of those things really helped me. And obviously also practically you were the one to plan everything and to take responsibility over even financially. So that was, um, that was also something that helped me to decide that it's going to be a great opportunity also for myself and to really go for it. And I think that kind of like the breakthrough we had together is when we label that as a mini relocation mm -hmm. instead of, yeah, we're going to spend four months in the U.S. and see what happens. Mm -hmm. How did this label, like a mini relocation, helped you personally to feel you're on board with this move? Yeah, so... I don't know if the listeners know, but you're a very traveler person. I know that you like to travel. We traveled a lot together. And this is also something that I'm not used to do by myself. Um, I wouldn't just travel for a month or two or three. And it's things we've done before this mini relocation. So at first when we talked about it, it didn't feel like completely something for the business and more like, oh, it's going to be cool to work from the US and I don't know, for me it's going to be cool to also work from Tel Aviv. So I didn't really understand the meaning of it and the labeling of a relocation 
made me realize that this is something really important for your perspective, for your development, and, and for you personally. So it was... So then I understood it's something different from every flight or every vacation we've done before. And so how did this help you? When, when once we landed, that is a relocation. How did this help you face the difficulties and the challenges of going away for so long from your family, from your friends, from where you used to be? So how did this definition of a relocation help you? It was, it also helped me practically understand. First of all, when you talk about a relocation, then you understand what's going to happen. How can I explain? First of all, I could look up in some communities of women going with the with their husband or their partner to a relocation. And my mother also had a relocation with my father when I was a child. So this is something that also helped me to look at it as something normal, let's say, and not... <laughs> not this crazy boyfriend that wants to go to work from the... We work in New York. In New York. Yeah. <laughs> and take you over the Atlantic for no reason. Uh, yeah, exactly. So it really put it inside a frame with people that I know that already been in that place and understand what are the steps. And then it also helped us as a couple understand how we're going to face this financially and how we're going to take this practically and who's going to lead what, where we're going to go and why we're going to go there. and who's going to make those kinds of decisions and who is responsible for this to really work out. I think the definition just put things in place and helped me understand what we're going to face. And it's, it wasn't just, yeah, let's go and let's figure out <laughs> what we're going to do there. And I think also that thinking of it as a mini relocation and not a big relocation also helped it to be very focused and very serious and not, yeah, let's go for two years and see what happens and let's go with the flow. And it really helped you, I think, really set some rules to what you want to, what you want to see, what kind of results, who you want to meet, what you want to do, where you want to go. Um, so I think that was also a part of this. Yeah. So like you said, when we labeled that as a relocation first, that helped you explain it to the uh, people around you and your family as to what we're doing. Mm -hmm. It also helped with the financial side because then it was very clear that anything we we're spending because of that, like on top of what we would spend in Israel, on top of having like a a short vacation, that's a business expense. So we accounted for that as well. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and you actually made me build like a calendar of events, of meaningful events that I'm going to attend, things I'm going to achieve there. So there was a very uh, clear uh, plan for those few months and how do we make the most out of them instead of coming over and figuring it out and mm -hmm. uh, 
and like you said, going with the flow and, and that helped you come on board with this eventually. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so you spent some time when you were young, when you were four years old in the US. So before we actually arrived to the US, what were your impressions? What were you expecting uh, to feel, to experience? What was your perception of, uh, of the US before we actually got there? As you said, when I was four years old, my whole family moved to the U.S., to Virginia. My brother and I and my parents. And I don't really remember that period of time as much as I remember my family really enjoying telling stories and remembering that period of time and really speaking good things about that time spent in the U.S., I think specifically in Israel, there is a lot of pressure and tension and the kind of vibe that you sometimes just need to relax from. And so they really had a great time going there. So as a kid, I remember a very good feeling of it. But actually growing up when we visited there and when we traveled there for a few times, I remember that I didn't really enjoy the kind of energy and vibe. I really love Israel and the people and the warmth and the vibe and talking to people on the street. And I feel that the U.S. is cold in that sense. Distant. Yeah, distant and everyone has his personal space and um, yeah and even in the aspect of personal safety i wasn't so sure i don't know you have these <laughs> news about people shooting in the street and the grocery store i don't know israel <laughs> it's which not is a funny thing because everybody normalizes their own personal safety issues so in yeah. Israel, it's re- Israel seems very safe aside from the occasional rocket or like terrorist attack and the US doesn't yeah, have those right. stuff but, but it didn't change my perception on the lack of personal safety in the US and yeah also it's a very big place being in Virginia and being in New York and being in Texas is completely not the same thing so I actually didn't really know what to expect and yeah yeah so we, so we first got to New York and, and and like you said the US is like everybody a lot of people that are not in the US might refer to it as a single country but in reality it's a lot of different countries under a, a single government and so the first place we go to was New York mm-hmm. and what were your first impressions of New York of the US the differences from Israel what did you feel there so like we expected I think New York was a kind of smooth beginning a smooth start because it's not very different from Tel Aviv it's a big city and obviously we've been there for for a couple of times before and it's very easy to move to get from place to place it's very touristic everything is super comfortable and nice and there is plenty of things to do and 
in that sense, I didn't really feel like in America, it, I don't know, it felt, it was very similar to Tel Aviv, even in the sense of people from all over the world and a lot of tourists and many things to do and cool places everywhere. So I think it was a smart place to start with. It's a big city. It's a big city. A lot of the big, of the big cities are the same. Mm -hmm. And so the next place we've been, I've been to Philly for a couple of weeks and you went back to I Israel. Okay. I've been to Philly and then we spent a few days in Las Vegas. And, and then we spent, we, we went to Austin in Texas. And what was your first impression of, of Texas in comparison to New York, in comparison to Israel, maybe? Yes. Texas is, was more like what I expected when we were going to the U.S. It's a very big city. Geographically, it's very, it's <laughs> just to go to the grocery store, you, you need the car and to get in anywhere. You, you can't really understand the size. It's not like New York that you get with the subway to everywhere um yeah we were trying to walk one day and we we're walking for 20 minutes and then we realized we want like the size of austin half of austin is like the size of the center of israel and then we realized it's not very walkable but until you experience that it's very difficult to uh, to understand it yeah exactly okay so we got to new york and what was your plan? We got there, I'm working most of the week, you're yeah. by yourself. What were you doing? How were you handling the time over there? So it was very important for me to have a sort of a plan and to know what I'm going to do because obviously you are busy most of the time. And I think that's a very important step when doing this as a couple to make sure that you have something to do. So we put some time and energy to think what I'm going to do already when we were here in Israel. And I think that our best idea was that I wanted to dance. I was a professional dancer for a few for 15 years. <laughs> yeah, for 15 a few years. years. <laughs> well, it was professionally four years let's say yeah I thought it was gonna be a really cool idea to go on some retreat or to join a company or to do some project when I'm there so I had a few options and that was what I planned to do um, but what happened is that on our first days there, I went to a Pilates class and I actually hurt myself. I don't even remember. Sprained your back. Yeah, my back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty annoying and we had to change the plans. So. But at least the dancing plan gave you confidence coming in that you have something to do, that you're going to yeah. find yourself there and you're not just going to sit at home waiting for me to come back. That's right. So it really gave me the confidence that I needed to go to go for it 
uh, in the first place. But once we got there, I didn't really need it anymore. The change in plans wasn't so bad. And eventually, there were two main things that I spent my time on. First of all, I had some work to do, a seminar, a seminar that I had to do for my university degree. And I had to do some research and to read a lot of articles and blah, 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 and write a lot. So that was the first thing. And the second thing, I was, I knew we we're going to be there for only a month and it went by so fast. So only from being a tourist in New York and one day going to see the Statue of Liberty and the other day going, taking the subway to the island, I don't remember its name, and sitting in a cap in a coffee shop, then... Some walking tours, you've done yeah, the subway walking tours. Some walking tours, and it's really easy to spend time in New York. So I really needed the plan to get there, but once we were there, it felt very natural and I found myself quickly. Yeah, I think the hardest thing for me was to stay in contact with my family and with my friends and feeling like far away from them because I'm so used to being part of my family and friends. But that's natural and I knew it's only for a month and then I'm going back to Israel. Yes, yeah, so we'll get to the part of your family in a few moments, but okay. yes, yeah, so Let's speak about, uh, so New York was more of a touristic experience for you mm -hmm. eventually. Yeah. And then you went back to Israel, you came back, we sp you spent a few days in Philadelphia, and then a few days in Las Vegas when I was speaking in a conference, also very, like we only did the touristic stuff, so it's very like the standard things that people do in those places, and then we got to Austin. Yeah. And Austin was a time that you actually needed a plan and you actually uh, executed your plan. Yeah. So what were you doing in Austin and how did the fact you had a plan there helped you uh, spend time and feel good being there? Yeah. Okay. So I just want to say about Las Vegas before I get to Austin that while your conference was going on that was actually not touristic i really felt part of the journey because you let me really plan it together with you and i was supposed to create your posters and everything and also be part of your lecture and take photos and video everything and i went with you together so i felt part of it you were my marketing guru there. <laughs> yeah. That really helped me to reconnect to the purpose that we were going to. So I don't know, but if it's, um, if it's an opportunity to join your partner in some of the stuff or in the things you like while they're doing the, the while the, they're doing the move, the relocation, the change, then I think it's a great thing also for your friendship and also for the business. So that was the part I really enjoyed. Um, so maybe let's just clarify. I was giving a talk 
in a conference and Shiran was there as like a field marketing role. She was taking pictures. She helped me set up the sign that I used in, in that conference for marketing. And she helped me prepare for the talk. She helped me with the after talk, meeting with people, questions and answers, that kind of stuff. So it was really useful to have someone on board for that as well. And yeah, and, and so that was Las Vegas and, yeah. and Austin. So from there we went, we flew to Austin. Yeah. So that was a long while after I finished my seminar, finished all my duties to the university and, and I also finished everything I had to do with the school and I, it was a point that I really wanted to get into some work or get into, I don't know. Routine. Some, yeah, get into some routine. So I don't know even if it's being in Austin. It doesn't really matter if we were in Austin or back home. I would have needed to rethink and really decide on something that I want to put my energy into and create something. But the fact that we were there really took me out of my comfort zone and made me do something creative and by myself. And I think it pushed me into the right direction and to try something not new, but to try something I was working on for a while on the side and I didn't really put my full energy into until that point. And that's my YouTube channel. So maybe let's give some context. So Shiran yeah. has a YouTube channel in Israel in Hebrew. She's teaching math and she has about 3,500 subscribers. Israeli kids on the in on that YouTube channel and yeah so you're doing the YouTube channel for a couple of years as a side gig and then you decided like a few weeks before Austin that you wanted to focus on that YouTube channel and see how far it can get you yeah and yeah so Austin was a good uh, time to to focus on that for you yeah, I really had everything I needed, like a quiet place and I had Amazon to <laughs> deliver <laughs> any kind of... Um, Photography equipment that you needed, like, yeah, the ex- next day delivery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> oh wow, thank you to contribute <laughs> to the conversation. Yeah, so, yeah. It, um, it was really comfortable. I couldn't go work in any local places like I'm usual or going to school or going to, yeah, because we were on a visa. Yeah, non-working visa. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, th- that was <laughs> like a kick so- in the butt saying, come on, Shiran. <laughs> You tried something, you started something, you have the time, you have the energy, you have everything you need to check if this is going to work out, if this, if something can happen from this, from this thing. So, yeah. Yeah. 
And, and so you actually used the time that you had no distractions, you didn't know anybody or almost anybody over there, and your friends and family were not there, and you had under your like this YouTube channel had your undivided attention every yeah. day from when I left more or less until I came back, and so you got into the rhythm of creating videos and focusing on that project and seeing if it's it could be a successful project for you. Yeah. Yeah, I had a really nice routine. I really liked our life there. It felt really meaningful what I was doing and I got to some really nice achievements when I was doing it like full time and with my full focus, something that I didn't let myself do when we were living in Israel and I had to and I had to work in a real job. <laughs> And yeah, so it was a really nice time to focus on a project that I always wanted to, but also always pushed aside and said, mm, maybe it's not the time, maybe it's not, um, maybe it's not a good idea right now, I would do it in a few years, maybe after this, after that. No, it was a really good opportunity to work on something of my own and something that I really wanted to do for a long time before. Yeah, so maybe that's something to emphasize that going away suddenly freed up a lot of your time and gave you, gave you permission to try yeah. out new stuff because you're not, not supposed to be working right now. It wasn't only... The free time it was also the free of judgment and the need to explain what I'm doing and um, yeah it was very clear no I think the distance the physical distance also let me explore what I want to do and what I want to focus on without needing to explain what I what what am I doing or what did I do today or what am I working on or what did I achieve today yeah so it was very freeing actually yeah because it was pretty much only the two of us and you mm -hmm. didn't have to meet with people and tell them give them status updates it happens a lot of the time when you're in your natural or standard environment yeah and so let's use this maybe to jump into the relationships part because that's obviously the part that was most difficult for you and most challenging for you so maybe before you're speaking on about what you have done when we were in the states mm -hmm. maybe we can you can share how did you feel about being away from your family for such an extended period of time and what were you feeling about this going into those couple of months yeah, well, I know myself. As I expected, it wasn't great from that perspective. I like being close to my family. I like going there every week or every couple of weeks. So I know probably most of people hearing this, it sounds a lot. I don't know. <laughs> For me, it doesn't sound enough. But it also gave me a perspective on 
one month or one and a half months or two months. It's not such a long time to being a part of your family or your or the people that you love. And I think we also organized it in the first place in a way that I could also be with you, but then I could go back and then I could go back to you and then I can go back earlier and there's a lot of ways to play with it. Yeah, so you went, you arrived with me to New York, we spent a month there and then you went back for a couple of weeks for the Jewish holidays and then you mm -hmm. came back for the Las Vegas and, and Austin part. Mm -hmm. And so that was a good call in terms of giving you this break and getting you back with your family for the holidays and but when while we were abroad and while we were in the states how did you maintain those relationships with your family uh, from a distance i think that um something unexpected that happened was that my relationships with my family actually deepened when we were there I think that sometimes when all the family meets together for a family dinner and then the family jokes and then the and then you do like your family routine then you don't have really the chance to have conversations one on one and to really deepen them and something that happened when we were there is that I really had to talk on the phone with each and every one of them apart. And it takes time because it's not like you meet with everyone together and have your regular routine. And when you talk on the phone, you really need to share things that happen to you and to talk about things and to talk about what you're going through and not just having the regular meal and the regular jokes and talking with everyone together. So yeah, I think that surprisingly, something really good happened to my relationships when we were there. Okay, so I think if we're looking at this in terms of, first, what did we learn about each other in the process? So personally, I learned about you quite a lot. First, first I learned about you that you're flexible and you're adaptive and you can, uh, when you see the goal and you understand the purpose of what I'm trying to achieve, then you really connected and felt um, committed to the cause and to the mission. So that was very helpful and was something that I learned about you and realized that we're actually doing this when you are committed. And so for me, that was very valuable. And also the fact that you went and came back really showed me how uh, how much of a family person you are, but then on the other side, how you're able to still be committed and still be in this for the long run, even if it takes a toll uh, on you and it definitely involves more difficulties going back and forth for a couple of weeks just to visit your family and come back to, uh, to me. And then I think one memorable experience for me is uh, when I picked you up from the airport when you came back 
and we had this long drive and we stopped in like a, mm. a roadside coffee shop and you had your uh, big coffee and the cheese steak of like the cheese sandwich of Philadelphia and, and you were so excited to to be back and be there with me and I felt very um, very appreciative of that moment when it happened yeah. and so I guess over to you and maybe how was this experience for you what was maybe more memorable for you for from those few uh, months abroad wow so first of all I learned that changes could be quite nice and <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think that eventually I learned a lot about myself about my business about my goals and what I really enjoy doing in my day-to-day -day life so it was very fruitful on my personal side and on my personal growth so as we come to a closure of this interview maybe let's summarize the key uh, experiences and your highlights uh, from that relocation mm -hmm. what would be the advice you would give to anybody doing this in the future as with their partner and what would be some let's say your top tips for doing this kind of even if it's a long relocation or a short relocation doing it as successfully as possible yeah so first of all the thing that helped me the most at the beginning was understanding the mission and understanding what we're going into and why we're doing it so i think the first thing you really have to understand as a couple is if it's worth it and what do you really want to achieve and how is it really going to take the business and the relationship to the next step the second thing is to plan to have some sort of idea of what you're going to do there and how you're gonna spend your time and who you're going to talk to and what is what is your personal goal so after um so after knowing what you wanted to do there and why you want to go there and why it is important to you i think it's important to also understand how i'm going to benefit from it and what am i going to achieve while we're there yeah but while you plan just keep in mind that plans can change and be ready for surprises and maybe have some backups and Even if you get bored sometimes or don't do anything, that's, that's also okay. It's part of the journey. It's part of, the, it's part of what this brings with it. So just be ready for the surprises and it's okay. Yeah, while, you, while we were there, um, I found myself bored sometimes or lonely sometimes but I think the main thing is in our relationship that we were able to talk about the things and find solutions and maybe 
like we had me going back to Israel and then going back to you and being creative with the places that we chose like Austin that was very friendly and like a lot of music and bars that we enjoyed going together yeah and I think also in terms of you were in the beginning very fixed on you having to be so close to your family and how this is going to be limiting for you in the sense of what you're able to support or how long you're going to be able to be away but eventually you i guess you found your way and you found your methods to keep in touch to still be in contact we figured out the solutions and you managed i think to have the both of both worlds you were able to be abroad you still had uh, you still managed to um, keep the relationship and even maybe deepen the relationship in a certain ways mm-hmm. so that was an unexpected result for this I don't think you could have foreseen this being uh, like the relationship part being uh, um, I wouldn't I don't know if positive is the right word or the change in the relationship but having a very different experience of your relationships versus how you how they happen on or the type of relationships you have when you're in Israel with your family yeah That's completely true. That's what I meant by expect some surprises. <laughs> yeah, so although I was far away and I didn't see them as regularly as I'm used to, something really great happened to the relationship and especially for myself as, a, as an individual. I had a lot of time for myself and even being lonely and even being not lonely but even being alone and far away and to find out what I really want to do and what I want to focus on um, was a very surprising and positive outcome of yeah, the journey. <laughs> I think that was actually one of the highlights that you actually were able to start discovering yourself and mm-hmm. what does it mean to be on your own to make your own decisions I remember that one time when we were in New York you flew somewhere San to Francisco. San Francisco yeah for a few days and then you came back so I went to the grocery store and it was the first time <laughs> I went shopping for myself and I really remember the moment like I choosing the vegetables and the fruits and everything that I want and it was <laughs> very <laughs> it was a very big change in my mind to choose to choose things only for myself and not thinking like oh Jamir likes this or oh he likes that it was really like focusing on what kind of cheese I like and what kind of vegetables I want and what kind of spices I want to put in my food yeah so in that way I really felt like growing up and being myself great so <laughs> let's hand let's end with this high note and thank you very much Iran for the thank time you And thank you very much for listening and see you soon in the next episode. Bye.